Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 20-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y music.net, also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most of the places you get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. Got an extra buck or two? You wouldn't mind tossing in the podcast tip jar? Please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also, consider helping get the word on the street via social media, five-star rating and review, and or tell a friend or two. Happy Thought of the Day is by Dolly Parton. Find out who you are and do it on purpose. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! I don't really care about the big time. Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 318. Please support this week's sponsors, ID Chrysler, Zombrota, and the B-Deal Club. Also, thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. I hope everyone has a fun, safe, and meaningful Thanksgiving week. Oh, and go see some live music. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Wednesday played at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. Congrats on the new job, Oz. Thursday played at Volstead House in Egan, Minnesota. Thanks for the old-fashioned Ben from Indiana. Friday played Ingredients at Wiper Lake, Minnesota. Happy 17th anniversary, Ingredients. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, November 24th, 2021, Thanksgiving Eve. I'll be playing at B-Dale Club in Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota from 7 to 10 p.m. Friday, November 26th, I'll be playing at Carmine's in Woodbury, Minnesota from 6 to 9 p.m. Saturday, November 27th, I'll be playing at No Neck Tony's in Lake Elmo, Minnesota from 7 to 11 p.m. Sunday, November 28th, I'll be playing at Browtine in Balsam Lake, Wisconsin with Gabe Magnifici from 2 to 6 p.m. It's part two of three with Minnesota singer-songwriter Courtney Yasmine. We talk getting her new single on The Current, recording an album during COVID, influences, and more. Enjoy the conversation. We're talking about 60 years and songs on your new record. Let's talk about your new record, okay, Red good. Roses and Cowgirl Dreams. So can you tell <laughs> us just an overall, how did this start? Where did you how record did it? How did this happen? Oh, okay. That's a good story. So at the beginning of the pandemic, I was in the same frame of mind that I think Taylor Swift was in. I actually really admire that she made Folklore and Evermore during the pandemic and I think honestly I was in the same frame of mind I was like all right I can't go anywhere I don't know what to do and I'm just gonna make an album right away because when we come out of this thing if I if I live I'm gonna want there to be a new album out I'm not gonna want to still be talking about stuff I made two years ago I I, I just knew it I knew it you know in my heart that I I'd be a lot better off like psychologically and maybe financially and maybe 
um, career-wise, if I could somehow write a new album and get it done by the time we sort of came out of this, if if we came out of it alive, right? So I started writing these songs. So I wrote 30 songs in 2020. And during that time, I actually got COVID. And so one of the songs is called Hope 2020 because I wrote that one in bed, sick, hoping I was going to survive the dreaded virus. And I, I, I mean, I'm grateful to say, obviously, I made it through just fine. There's no reason to think hope would leave you now when you need it most. You got a big heart and love will see you through. We got enough. But it was touch and go a little bit, a tiny bit. I went to the hospital one night and they were just like, there's nothing we can do for you. Just go back home, which is a really scary moment. Um, okay, so I kept writing songs. I got um, I got to the point where I had like 14 that we that we liked, and so we is Rob Genetic, who's the music producer I've worked with now for years, but I also live at his house, and so during the pandemic, so he has a an actual recording studio downtown Minneapolis, Uptown Sound Recording, great studio, but during the pandemic, he set up a little studio out in half of his garage at the house where I live, and so he started just like going out in in the garage with like a space heater and just started like firing up the computers and he had like a bunch of guitars out there and stuff and he was like I don't want to help with this writing the songs at all but once you get the songs like complete I mean completely done like I don't want to have I don't have to give my opinion I don't want to I don't want to touch this I want you it would be all you and then when you get enough of them done that you want to present them, then just present them to me and then we'll, we'll get the record done. And so that's what I did. And I presented 14 of the 30 and he took all 14 and he didn't have to. I said, like, I just want there to be at least 10. And he was like, I think they all tell the story. You need all 14 of them. I'm 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 down with the whole thing. And then we just we just um, patched it all together. You know, we we made demos. We we did all the work just like people came in with masks on and played the fiddle or you know whatever they had to do and thank god i got it done because it's it's a life changer to have a brand new album right now absolutely yeah god he did a lot of stuff on this record i'm just reading the liner notes right now yeah well there's um actually there's a guy missing there's um pedal steel on one song and I don't remember which song it is oh and just another cowboy a song called just another cowboy has a guy named Randy Broughton playing pedal steel and his name isn't on there because we forgot <laughs> I know <laughs> <laughs> sorry Randy we love you we think you're fabulous that, that he did a beautiful performance yes so how is life for you in the download world because like my car doesn't even have a CD player anymore. And so right. when I put out stuff, I'm wondering if I should do the CD thing or not. But see, you obviously take great care in the artwork. and Because the, then no one, no one reads the liner notes. And if it's just downloaded on iTunes. I know. No, I, I, so okay, I have sucks. I have strong opinions about this. I, my opinion is that although the vinyl craze is, is cool and I have Red Letter Day, my Red Letter Day album has, has a red vinyl version. Um, so it's not like I, I haven't gotten behind vinyl. I, I love vinyl. But you, you can't really go to Europe with a suitcase full of vinyl records to sell people. They're too big. They're too heavy. They get wrecked really easy. So 
um, on the other hand, to just go to play shows in like L.A. or New York or uh, New Orleans or Grand Marais, Minnesota. I mean, I go to every every point uh, in a, in the U.S. and I know it's not good enough to not exchange something by hand with the person in front of you. People want to walk up and they want to talk and they want to say what they thought about the show. They want to connect. And it's really fun to autograph a CD. And they're willing, thank God, um, a, a pretty wide fan base, I would say, of like, of like all ages, like 20 to 80 years old is willing to walk up and be like, yeah, I'll give you a 10 box. I'll give you a 15 box. I want the album. I want you to sign it. And some of those people don't have a CD player right now, or they don't have one on their computer and they don't have one in their car, but maybe they still have one in their house, but it's something like a souvenir. And so I do print them up and they do sell. Um, I'm going to add to that, that my merch table I'm really into having the t-shirt for each album. Like we were talking about clothes. Like I like to design a t-shirt that really is like the vibe of the album and sort of the vibe of like what I'm wearing, you know? So some of the t-shirts have been kind of punk rock and some of them have been more like country Western. And the new, the new one is country Western. It says red roses and cowgirl dreams has big red rose on it. And so people do have fun buying like the t-shirt and my book, I have a book I wrote about when I ran away from home um, that came out uh, three years ago, and now it's in its second printing. So I can sell my book and a T-shirt and throw in a, co- a CD, a copy of the album, and put it all in a Red Roses and Cowgirl Dreams little bag, and you get to go home feeling like you really helped support a full-time artist, and, and you make me really, really, really happy. Hit the first round of Winter Road's White Knuckle Driving this last weekend while in the Wisconsin Northwoods, and nothing I'd rather take those cards on with than in my black Jeep Cherokee I got from ID Chrysler. Went 250,000 miles in my old car, but just too much for the poor thing to take. I found myself looking for my new dream ride at ID Chrysler, and the staff couldn't more helpful with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out their inventory at ZombrotaCDJR.com or take the beautiful drive down US 52 to 1900 Roscoe Avenue, Zombrota, Minnesota to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Friday, 8 to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 9 to 5 p.m. Closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler's Zombrota today and enjoy a safe summer season full of adventures and memories out in the open road in a new ride. You know, wow. so it works. It, it totally works. And it's fun. It's fun as heck because we get to talk to each other. You know, we get to stand around at the merch table. You know, I usually stand around at the merch table for an hour or two after the show. I mean, it's a, like it's almost like a whole separate part of the show. Wow. Yeah. That is amazing. I've never it's really, I've, really I've fun. done the merch table thing, but lately I har- I've hardly done it. A lot of it's that upfront investment money, like buying all different sizes of T-shirts. Exactly. And, shit. and it's kind of like it's scary. I I will say to you that for some of the bigger investments that I've done, like if I've had to buy, because I have to buy my books to sell them, I have to buy them from the publisher. Yeah. And I have to print CDs. I have to pay for the printing of the CD, and I have to design the teacher and pay to have those made right it's a lot you're right it's a lot of money but every once in a while a fan has been really kind to me and said Courtney what do you need for your tour and I'll be like I need a box of books 
of my book so I can bring a box of books on tour and somebody will pay for it for me as a gift. It's just like a, to help out a, an artist. Wow. Okay, so there's a couple directions I want to go into here. I'm going to go with, since we're on the CD, I do want to talk about your touring and how you got that going and kind of your story. Mm-hmm. But let's stick with your new CD that just come out so people can check out. Yeah. Um, who were your uh, references, your musical references for this new record? Well, you know, I have that one song on there that's called Bury Me in Boots of Spanish Leather. That's one of my favorite ones. Okay, I wrote that down. so that has all the names of all the people, and I, I wrote that one on purpose. I've never, I've never been so like themed up. This, this album is very themed up, almost to the point of being ridiculous. But I got into it. I just had fun being like, okay, this is the theme, and I want you to understand that this is the theme, and I want you to understand that I know that it's kind of a corny theme. And I'm into it, and I want to get like 100% behind it. I don't want to just kind of half-ass it. So, so the song I wrote this song on purpose to be like, okay, I'm just gonna spell it out for you. So it's about Emmy Lou and Linda Ronstadt and Dolly, and it's about Waylon and Willie and the boys, and it's about please tell Mr. Dylan that I have forgiven him for never acknowledging my love. And it's about John Prine's lyrics tattooed on my heart, right? I try to say every person who I think was like an influence in this this record, these are the people who I just remember listening to that stuff on a, a radio that sat up on top of the refrigerator in the cabin in northern Minnesota where I ran away from home and my grandpa had died and the cabin was empty and it was an old cabin from 1910 I had an old radio and I went up there and I lived there the the winter of 1978 by myself I was 17 years old and I remember that that's what was on the radio was those those singers singing those songs and that's what this album is about wow that's really cool mm-hmm. um, I love it I really do love it can you tell so how it one of the th- trigger for me to contact you about doing this trying times for love was played on the current mm, yes and so can you tell us about that song and how you pitch it to radio or do that kind of stuff I'm coming but we're finally coming into the sun it's been trying times for love but you're still the one yeah, I didn't really pitch it, and I think Bill DeVille, Bill DeVille has this show that's called, what is it called, like the United States of Americana, I think. It's on Sunday mornings on The Current, and I wrote to Bill in my sort of informal way, let's just say, and said, Bill, I have this new record, I really think you're going to like it, I think it really fit in on your show. And he wrote back, like, I think slightly irritated. This is like maybe the second or third time that I've had a song played on Bill DeVille's show over the years. Um, So he does know me and he's played other things of mine. So it wasn't like a total long shot, but 
I mean, if he doesn't like it, he's not going to play it. You know, his show is important to him, right? And he only probably plays 10 songs a show or something. I don't know, but it's not very many. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's always a long shot. Anyway, he wrote back to me in slightly irritated tone. It was like, you are supposed to t- say what tracks from the record you're promoting, and I was like, oh, God, because I wanted, of course, of course, what does the artist want? I want him to listen to all 14 songs and I want him to say, OK, this is the one I love and I'm going to play it because I love it. I mean, that's what I want to have happen. And he was like writing back, like going like, that's not going to happen. OK, just tell me, like, what song are you promoting? So then I had to write back and say, OK, so my daughter my oldest daughter made a music video to help me out with my new album for the song called trying times for love and so i wrote back and said okay bill the song that has a music video that just came out is trying times for love and then that's what happened the next sunday morning (laughs) nice so i mean we made the music video for that song because i thought i think that song is like well here i want to say this i want to say that I was saying that it was going to be a breakup record because I was going to be so sick of Rob and living with Rob and like we're, like making this record out in the garage like of the house that we're living in together during the pandemic, you know, where we never get to go anywhere and do anything. And I, was, I started writing songs that are, some of the songs are like, she's leaving. And Rob sings backup on this album and he's singing about songs that are about me leaving him. And he knew it. I mean, we were both just like, well, let's just let's just finish making the record and then we'll see if Courtney still lives here, you know. And reminds then, me of Fleetwood Mac rumors. Yeah, right. Stories. Yeah. Right. It's like that kind of story. And so I was like, all right, it's going to be the pandemic breakup record. And I was sort of joking, but I sort of wasn't joking. And then, like, things got better. Like, the pandemic got better. You know, like, people started to do stuff, and I started being able to do some stuff with my music. And the album seemed like it was turning out really well. And that was when I wrote Trying Times. It's been trying times for love, but you're still the one. I want to tell you about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area. The B-Dale Club, located on the corner of County Road B. And Dale's motto is, a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun. And that is the truth. So excited for Thanksgiving Eve show. Hope to see all the cast of characters out and about that night. Rob, Emily, Natalie, Shelley, and entire bar staff are all state-of-the-art cocktail wizards. As of late, my libation of choice is the classic Greyhound cocktail. And there to quote 16-time world champion Ric Flair... Tasty Little Devils. Live music, pool table, pool tabs, bingo, bocce ball tournaments, and much, much more. B-Dale's got it all. Stop by for a cold one soon. My, It starts with my love. We both know it's been good times and bad. And the memories we share are both happy and sad. And this recent stretch of the road has been the hardest we've ever known. But tonight I'm still grateful that I'm right here by your side. So that's how I ended up. That's how it ended up. That I was just like grateful. And I was like, God, I'm sure glad I didn't break up with Rob during the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's totally awesome. Thank so you. Uh, what's up with the Herald and Maud thing coming how up? Fun and, your, is that? and your 318 at Excelsior. This right. won't come out for, I record a ton and it won't come out for a while. But if you want to talk about those things coming up or whatever you have coming up, that'd be great. Okay. Yeah. So the, um, 
the Harold and Maude is that's a an old movie that was made in 1970, and it's kind of a cult classic. Um, it's a super weird movie, and it's like it's like slightly disturbing, but very cool, very cool, and it really gives you a lot of feeling of like gratitude and like. It's just a it's a real feel good film, but it's slightly, slightly perverted. It's like it's a little weird. So um, so be ready for that. And it, it's the fiftieth anniversary of the film, and the the soundtrack for that film was all Cat Stevens songs. And I had just put out that songs from the Open Road album that has what I don't know. It has maybe one Cat Stevens song on it. And so the the people at the Parkway Theater had invited me, and that was like two years ago now. It was before the pandemic, and and now it turns out it's the fiftieth anniversary of the film, and so they invited me to do it again because it, it was we it was sold out when I did it two years ago. So I open for the movie. I stand up on the stage and I play and I play some of the songs from the film from the soundtrack and some of my own songs. And I just, I don't know, I just screw around. You know, it's really fun. And then the screen comes down and I get to sit in the audience with everybody and we watch the crazy movie. It's fun as heck. I'm going to ask you about this later, but how do you score these cool, unique gigs? <laughs> they asked me. They totally asked me out of the blue. I never would have ever thought of that in a million years. I got an invitation like, you know, Courtney, you play Cat Stevens songs, right? Can you come and do this? And I was like, I would love to, man. That sounds awesome. Thanks for tuning in this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Again, please support this week's sponsors, ID Chrysler, Zombrona, and the BDL Club. This is also a listener-supported podcast. If you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some musical edits on this show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music swear. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life for short. Go with some fun. Till next time. Bury me in boots of Spanish leather. John Prince lyrics tattooed on my heart. Please tell Mr. Dylan. Forgiven him for never acknowledging my love for him. Yes, please tell Mr. Dylan he is forgiven for never acknowledging my love. Please tell Linda, Emmy Lou, and Dolly. Dolly, I would be nowhere without them. Without them. The world can be 
first our love and our memories It's the verses we turn to and the melodies It's our voices and our spirits we raise That keep us from 